Welcome to Lady Sculpt Lifestyle, the podcast that encourages, educates, and empowers you to elevate your life and create your dream body. And now, here is your host, Lady Sculpt's boss coach and WNBF figure pro, Lilas Leona. Hey, hey, ladies. Welcome to episode number eight. How are you today? I am recording this episode ahead of time. This episode will come out October 20th, and today it's October 5th. I am on top of things. The reason I am recording so far ahead right now is because I have a really busy October, November coming up. I um, One of my passions is competition prep coaching. Some of you know this about me. I work with all kinds of women who are in all different places in their weight loss journey. But one of my favorite things to do is to train first time competition prep athletes. I love watching them have a dream. I love them contacting me and they're like, Lilas, I would love to do this. Do you think it's possible? And I get to be the one who's like, fuck yeah, it's possible. (laughs) Sorry about the F-bomb. But then watching the process of them believing it's possible, they don't at the beginning. They put all their trust in me and they progress and they fail forward, which is what today's episode is about. But I am taking a team of five amazing women to three different shows over the course of the next two months. We have a show in Kelowna coming up. In in less than two weeks now, we have a show right after that in Calgary, and then we have a show a few weeks later, Worlds actually, in Las Vegas, Nevada. So when this episode airs, we're going to be in Calgary. We've rented a nice house, an Airbnb, and the whole team will be there together. It's going to be super fun. We leave Vancouver on the 15th and we're road tripping. This is the first time I've ever done this with a team before, where Some of the athletes are jumping in my Jeep. Some of them are going to fly out and meet us. And we're literally like traveling together as a team from show to show. And I'm so excited for this trip, you guys. So when this episode airs, I'm going to be having the time of my life with my team in Calgary. And I will talk all about it when I get back, I promise. All right, you guys. (laughs) Okay, let's get to it, shall we? Episode number eight failing forward. So last week we talked about how to set a goal. And I touched on failing forward a little bit last week. So remember how we want to set goals that are really achievable. We talked about that baby, baby goals. And we talked a little bit about this thing called massive action, which isn't what today's episode is on, but failing forward is a big part of massive action. So What failing forward is, is it's when you do put a deadline on your goal, when you have a time frame for your goal, if you don't achieve it 100%, it's not a fail unless you allow your brain to think of it as a fail, right? You haven't failed unless your brain is giving up trying, unless you had the thought, I'm going to stop trying, I have failed. So When you do set a goal and you put a deadline on it, or you commit to doing something, and let's say you get 80% there, that's what I call failing forward. It means that you didn't give up ahead of time. You didn't take no action. You made a plan, you set the goal, you made the intention 
you followed through at the trying part and you made it a certain distance forward. This is still progress, my friends. This is still moving forward, which is celebratable. Remember we talked last week about celebrating all the things? Celebration is important. So failing forward is crazy important when you're setting big goals, when you're setting almost impossible goals that you are actually trying to go after. It's also important if you're setting little goals. Failing forward is something that my all or nothing peeps out there don't understand. They need to be 100% A plus all the way there all of the time or else why bother? Failing forward is about being okay with 80%. B minus work with, with doing it a little bit better than you did it last week and then trying to improve on that. And this, my friends is one of the magic secret ingredients to a sculpted lifestyle. Because a little bit of progress every week is so much better than none at all. Am I right? Okay, so I wanna give you an example of something that I did this year that was failing forward. Back in May, I set myself a personal 90-day goal. I wanted to do it live in my transformation house. I wanted all of my women to see me chase a goal and watch how I did it. So I set a very big goal for myself. It was almost an impossible goal to drop 20 pounds of body fat over the course of 90 days without dropping any lean muscle mass. Now my coaches out there or anyone who you know has some knowledge in this knows that that's a hefty goal for People that maybe don't have as much knowledge, they might be like, oh, 20 pounds in three months seems very realistic. <laughs> and it it is. It's actually not that hard to do. On the one to two pound a week rule, you would be able to lose anywhere from 12 to 24 pounds over the course of 12 weeks very realistically. But not losing any muscle mass is the hard part because it means that you can't take your body into as much of a deficit and you can't like push the cardio as much you need to maintain the the muscle mass. So I went to work on achieving this 90 day goal and I let everybody watch how I did it. I did weekly check-ins. They're still available. You can go to my Facebook group, Lila's Leona's Transformation House and watch all of the check-ins I did from that 90 day personal goal. And I want to let you guys know I felt like I was failing forward the whole time. I knew I was doing the work. I knew I was putting in the workouts. I knew that I was eating really clean, but the scale would not budge. It was being so, so stubborn. It started off really well and then it slowed down a little bit and I was really enjoying what I was doing. So I wasn't really willing to put the weights away and just focus on cardio or change my nutrition to be more in a deficit because I felt really good and I was seeing drastic changes visually on my body. My clothes fit differently. My energy was different. And I just wanted to go with that. So I had what's called a DEXA scan done at the beginning of that process. And I had a DEXA scan done halfway through, and then I had another one done at the end. And at the halfway through mark, I don't remember my exact numbers, but I think I was down like six pounds of body fat 
It might have even been a little bit more than that. And I was up almost an equal amount of muscle mass. So I had only lost like two to three pounds on the scale, but I was very much so shifting my body composition. And I decided to be okay with this. So I didn't change the goal. I left the goal the same, but I knew that the scale wasn't a great representation of what was actually happening on my body. And so the second half, I pushed the weight loss a little bit more. So I think I ended up finishing the 90 days about three pounds lighter than where I started, but I ended up losing just under 12 pounds of body fat and increasing my lean body mass by 9.9 pounds. So I didn't quite achieve the goal of 20 pounds loss, but the achievement of that increase of lean body mass to me was so much more important. And I want to let you all know that I haven't put that goal away. So that goal ended at the beginning of August and it's now the beginning of October and I'm still working away at it. So I am now about eight pounds down from where I started that 90 day personal goal. I'm planning to go for another DEXA scan in one month, which will be 120 days from the original goal set, maybe even a little bit longer than that. But I do fully intend to achieve that goal. It just took me a little bit longer than 90 days and I'm failing my way forward towards it. The only way I could have failed at that goal is had I given up at 90 days or sooner. And so many of you do this. I don't want to say so many of you. And I see so many women do this. They get to that halfway mark and they go for that scan or some women wouldn't have even wanted. I didn't want to go for that scan. The scale hadn't moved, right? It's scary. Your brain is terrified of failure. But I went anyway, and I was so impressed with the results. So that's my example of how I've failed forward this year with my body goals. I want to give you guys some reasons why I want you to get really good at this. When you can be proud of yourself failing, when you can say, so what? I didn't make it 100% there. I tried. I got on that horse and I rode it until it threw me off. And then I got back on and kept going. There's a self-confidence that starts to be created in that. When you're willing to fail at something, when you're willing to start something that you're not sure if you'll be able to do, and you do it anyway, And you tell yourself, it's all right. I got you. I'm going to love you no matter what happens. We're going to do this. We're going to try it. We're going to do our very best to win. And if we don't, that's okay too. We're going to try it again, right? When you can do that for yourself, when you can allow yourself the opportunity to feel the negative emotion that comes along with setting a goal and having a dream, and going into the uncomfortableness of making changes in your life to achieve that dream or that goal. And when you can push forward into that fear and that uncertainty and all of the different feelings that come up and move forward from that place, you guys, the self-confidence that that generates, your ability to do what you say you want to do, to go after what you want, It's like you have your own back. It's almost like you're letting your brain know that the dreams matter, that you matter, that your goals matter, and that you're willing to fail 
and deal with all the negative emotion for the opportunity to be successful, to achieve, to be so proud of yourself. And I'm proud of myself whether I fail or I win. I'm proud of myself for attempting, for going after, for doing the thing, for leaning in to the uncomfortable emotion is what I call it. So let me give you some usable examples of this. So let's say one of your goals is to improve your eating habits. Let's say you want to lose 20 pounds and you know that the best way to do that is by cleaning up your nutrition. So the way I teach nutrition is you create a plan. We call it a protocol. So you create a plan and you write it all down. This is what I'm going to eat every day this week. And then you test it out. So then on Monday, let's say you make the plan on Sunday, and then on Monday, you test it out. So you have the plan, you're just going to follow the plan. Now, most of the time, when clients do this, they don't follow the plan perfectly. An afternoon Starbucks sneaks in there, or a cookie, or some food that their kids left on their plate, or they have an unexpected social event, This is a fail forward. It means you attempted to do it, you did it 80% and that one thing snuck in there and it's still a B minus day. And then you repeat it. You go back and the next day you do it again. So what's common in the all or nothing world is we make a plan, we fail by having one little tiny cookie that wasn't on the plan and our brain convinces us that the plan was a terrible idea, we're never gonna be successful and the next day we shouldn't even bother trying it again. Does that sound familiar? (laughs) No, you say brain is fine. We attempted, we didn't do it perfectly, we failed, but that's okay, we're failing forward, we're gonna attempt it again. And maybe what you need to do is add the cookie into your protocol so that you can follow your protocol exactly and win. But you include the cookie. And then you can do that for a whole week and see what the results on the scale are because you might be able to lose the pounds with the cookie. It's possible, I promise. All right, so how I like to look at this is you make the protocol, you test it, you fail, you repeat, you, you change the protocol if needed, you test it again, and each time you do this, you fail better. You fail less you get better. There's days that you don't fail. There's days that are successful. And then there's days that you fail worse. And that's okay too. The goal here is to continuously keep trying. Remember back in episode three, was it? No, episode four, we talked about the brain and the limbic system versus the prefrontal cortex. So I like to think of the limbic system almost as my fat brain. That's what I refer it to. If if my limbic system was in charge all of the time, I would be sitting on the couch, watching Netflix, eating Oreo cookies 24 hours a day, (laughs) right? And so I call it my fat brain. And the fat brain is an all or nothing mentality brain. So as soon as it thinks that you're going to fail, as soon as it thinks that you might not succeed, it shuts it down. It shuts you down. It tells you you're not good enough. It tells you why bother. It tells you there's no point, right? The prefrontal cortex is what I refer to as the fit brain. If you can start channeling in your prefrontal cortex and failing forward, being okay with 80-20 work, B minus work is a big part of this prefrontal cortex plan. Now, when you start using your prefrontal cortex, 
if you have a fail, it's fine. The next day you get back to the plan. This is the only difference, you guys, between the body that you currently have and your dream body. The body you currently have is because you've given up over and over again when it doesn't work out just the way you thought or when you have something you didn't plan to or an event comes up. Your dream body is just waiting for you to keep trying. Both brains, people who are overweight and people who have their dream bodies, both have moments of weakness, fail on their meal plan. Both have cookies sometimes. The difference is how quickly you get back to the trying part. All right? (laughs) Okay, so... The goal here, the goal of this episode is to make a fail not feel so bad for your brain. So I want you guys to get so good at failing that it doesn't feel bad for your brain. Your brain actually is like, yeah, we went hard at that. We we set a big goal and we failed. If you're not failing, you're not setting goals big enough. If you're achieving all of your goals you need to go bigger, my friends. Now I recommend you start small, (laughs) right? We want to get some achievement under our belts, but we need to expect to fail sometimes and we need to make that more okay. So I want you to numb your brain to failure by failing over and over and over and over and over again. And what this might look like is creating a nutrition plan and trying to follow it and trying to follow it, and trying to follow it, and trying to follow it, I sound like a broken record, until you succeed. And you may have to change it up a few times to get that, right? It takes some awareness and some trial and error to find a nutrition plan or a nutrition protocol for yourself that works with your lifestyle and helps you achieve the goals you want. I have a wonderful freebie on my website for this, you guys. If you go to lilasleona.com, it's in the show notes you can scroll down the homepage and it's called the nutrition protocol creation guide. And I walk you through this process of creating your own nutrition protocol, testing it out and really being able to research your body. Also, this is exactly what we do in the 16 week transformation program. You guys, my signature weight loss program, you know, we have another one coming up. This is a program I only run twice a year. I run it in January every year and September every year. The value of this program is undeniable. It's proven that it can take 20 to 40 pounds off of you in 16 weeks. We had someone in our January program lose 47 and a half pounds. So if you're interested in weight loss, if weight loss is your goal, and you know that there's some emotional eating happening, you know that you have an all or nothing mentality, you notice your brain constantly pointing out the negatives and that you can't do it. If you have no idea what you should be eating, I want you to jump over to my website and get on the wait list for this program. That isn't a commitment that you're going to sign up. What that wait list does is it's gonna give you access. I'm gonna be doing a webinar, a free webinar in November on the top three things you need to do to start losing weight. And I'm gonna do an overview of the program. You will learn so much in that webinar alone. 
And then from there, you can decide if you want to join the program in January. I'm also going to be doing some live Q and A so you can come and ask me any questions you want about the program or about weight loss. So no loss to you, no commitment, get on that wait list so that you can learn more about the transformation program. You guys, I will put everything you need to know in the show notes. For those of you who are in Lady Sculpt 2.0, I'm going to be doing a 50 fails worksheet for you guys. I want you to fail 50 times. That is a great way to start getting comfortable with failure. All right, my friends, that is what I have for you today. Remember, the goal is to make a fail not feel bad for your brain. The only way you can actually fail is if you give up trying or you never start in the first place. All right, you guys, have a fantastic, fantastic day, and I will be in your ears next week. Bye for now. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, I ask you to leave a comment. Tell me what you liked about it. Share the podcast with a friend and come back next Wednesday for a brand new episode. I'll see you then. 